Welcome to the Freelance Revolution Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Sarah. We're both seasoned freelancers running successful online businesses that allow us the flexibility to live the lives that we want. We do different work as freelancers. We find our clients in different ways and we have different business models. The one thing that unites us is a passion for helping others work on their own terms. We're not here to give you a silver bullet or sugarcoat the work it takes to develop and run a successful business. We're here to guide you through the journey we've already taken, bust common myths about the freelance lifestyle, and give you the support you need to keep going when things get tough. The Freelance Revolution podcast is brought to you by Freelancers Align, our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs. Did we mention that membership is free? Go to freelancersalign.com to learn more and sign up. Hi, Leah. Hi, Sarah. What's going on? I am ready to talk about today's topic. Tell me why. Because I feel like I get in a really good routine of checking in with my clients. And then I get kind of just in a like repetitive state. And then it kind of, that's the first thing that falls to the wayside. And then I have one person who gets annoyed with me um, because they are left in the lurch, even though they know where everything is. And then I'm like, okay, it's because I didn't do my check-in call or my check-in process with them. And so that's where we're at. Love it. All right. Mm -hmm. So today we're talking about check-in calls slash meetings and how to manage those with your clients. Um, maybe we just want to start off like Leah, do you want to tell us? Cause again, like which we talked about many times before Leah and I have very different types of projects. Leah has like 1 million clients compared to me who has like five. So it's, but I would imagine that our systems of like checking in probably look different because like most of my clients, I have like a weekly check-in call, which like there would be no way that you could do that because that would be literally all of your time. So maybe talk about your process a little bit and then um, I'll talk about mine. Okay. So I have a check-in process. I don't do a lot of check-in calls. Um, I shouldn't say that. For my projects, I do check-in calls because that's when I deliver my stuff to them and get more stuff. They deliver their reviews, which is then what gives me my next steps. So that I always do on a call. When I don't do it on a call, it ends up taking way longer. If we we try and communicate through Google Docs and things like that, it just doesn't work. As far as, okay, so my check-in process with all of the rest of my clients are two different ways. Because Upwork bills every Monday, I don't want my clients to get a surprise bill. Like It's one of the things that I pride myself and make sure that every single client knows when I'm doing my interview call with them at the beginning. So owning that, making sure that they're never get, you know, questioning those bills is super important. So that's where this process was established from. So some clients, I do a task list for them every week. So when the task list is done, I send them a message and say, you know, X, Y, and Z is completed for the week. Have a great rest of your week and be done. Let me know if there's anything else. Um, so that's what I do for my consistent, like just, I do a newsletter for a client. I do, you know, like a process or a tracking and analytics and things like that. Um, so that's just what that looks like. 
Wait, other hand, one, hold on. But on like a super just like nitty gritty detail level, does this mean that like every Friday you're sending out like these emails and it's like XYZ is done, like checking it off every Friday? So every day that my is my end of the week. Got it. It's usually Friday, but some weekends I do work. So I will still usually send them a message saying like, hey, this is how, how far I am. Or, hey, I didn't get as far as I wanted to on your stuff this week. I'm working over the weekend. Got it. And I'm letting them know. Sometimes I don't do that. I mean, just because I don't want to be bombarded by them adding more tasks to my list over the weekend. Yep. But, you know, so it just kind of depends. But when I'm done working with a client, like I have my whole list of my master list of clients. I have to do this for this client, this for this client. When I check off their name off my list is when I send them their check-in. And so then when I'm done working for the end of the week, whatever day it is or whatever, I then go back and make sure that every single person has had a message concluding the week. Okay. And then usually in that checkout check out message, it's a whatever word, what's ever on the docket for next week. Okay. Tell me about when you actually have calls with people, what does that look like? Like, do you send them stuff in advance? Do you have an agenda? Do you take notes somewhere? I have given them stuff in advance and then they completely take over the call. I don't send them anything. In fact, I sometimes try and keep things hidden from them um, because I don't want their opinions until I'm ready to like, imagine it like, you know, sitting in your kindergarten class and I'm sure you can relate where you get to bring these show and tell things and everybody's so excited. And the teacher tells you, you have to leave it in your backpack until it's your turn. Okay. And that excitement and that building up. Okay. So that's what it's like for me. Every time I go to show someone the progress that I've made on their site. Okay. That's the excitement that I approach things at. Is it always, I mean, that's just a little over-dramatized visual for you. But the reason I do that is because if I come at it excited, they're going to tear me down a heck of a lot less Mm -hmm. than if I don't come in confident. Mm -hmm. If I start like, I'm not sure if this is what you really wanted. And then, you know, just kind of go on that. It's a completely different conversation. If I come in, this is why I think this is the greatest thing ever and selling what I just created, because it's truly, I do believe what I create for them is great. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of having them buy into that and understanding like, here's the market trends, why this needs to be on a sales page, why that doesn't, all the kind of conversation. Okay. Um. So I, t- I try and take control of the conversation. I let them know in their reminder email what the agenda is. It's not like a super granular agenda. It's just a generalized Here's what we're going to do. Don't forget to bring X, Y, and Z to this call so I can get that from you. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what happens afterwards? Like, oh, what happens during? You take notes? During, I take notes on a piece of paper so I can scribble. I can, my notes on my paper is a mess. Um, and then I usually move it into their working doc. I'll do a call recap in their working doc to to eliminate email threads. And that's where I put all my notes. Tell me about this working doc. Is it a Google doc? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I from you. Come well, on. I, hey, I'm just. That's been the best thing ever. 
I have um, Google Docs now have instead of like bullets, they have where you can do check boxes. Check boxes. That is like, whoo, that is like my favorite thing. Sometimes yeah, and then okay. it strikes it through when it's done. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. So I'm still that girl. Like when I put things on my list, um, I put things on my list to check them off. I will put things on my clients docs just so I can hit that check mark button. <laughs> it's ridiculous, but it works because then they know exactly what I did. They know they can see where I'm at in the checklist. And I tell them like, you know, check here first before you send me a message. Yes. Have a question of if I did something, here's where to go look. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good. Okay. I love it. It's a great process. Um, thanks. <laughs> I mean, so that's basically, so like I said, I have way fewer clients. My projects are like much bigger and longer than yours. Like you do. I mean, some of yours are like big and long um, or maybe like small and long or big and short. So and but, they're all over the place at this point. Yeah. But all of mine are pretty like big and long. And so, and by long, I'm talking like the longest one I have right now is six years. So long. Um, and so I have with all of my big clients, I have a check-in call every week. And during that call, we talk about like, depending on where we are in the project, um, whatever we're supposed to be doing. Um, we check in. I always have an agenda, which is like basically exactly what you said. It's like a running list where I can keep like throughout the week. I'm like, okay, I'm going to need to at our check-in. I'm going to talk, need to ask them like all of these questions. So I just keep putting them in that agenda throughout the week. It means that I'm not sending them random emails or messages throughout the week to ask them questions because I know I'm going to talk to them. I mean, if there's something urgent, I will. I know I'm going to talk to them at the next week. And so I just keep a running list in there. Um, a lot of these, a couple of these calls is like, I'm sort of managing a call, the whole call for like a larger team. And so I will send out the agenda like a couple of days before the call. If there's pre-work, if there's things they need to review, if there's things I need from them, I'll put it all in the agenda, put it in the email or Slack, whatever I'm using. Um, and then during the call, taking notes, And then after the call, sending out next steps. And I keep that all similar to you in a running Google Doc. So like every time there's agenda, there's like sections that's like current agenda, past agendas and notes. And so I will move down last week's agenda and I will put the new one in with the date. Um, I'll put next steps at the top. There's like a section just for next steps at the top. Um, those agenda Google Docs are also super handy because if you have other Google Docs or things that you need to link there, I usually have a section on that document that's called helpful links. And so it's like, here's your project plan. Here's your whatever, your dashboard, your whatever it is that they need to be able to access. Here's your Google Drive, um, the Google Drive folders that you need to access on a regular basis. Um, so yeah. And I will plug right now that all of these templates are part of my Project Pro course. So if you want to know how, like I give you step-by-steps for running these check-in meetings and I give you the agenda template. And I also give you um, a like report out template that has like the status section. So you can like send them, if you're not having a check-in call every week, or on a regular basis, you can still send them these like regular updates. That's like, here's where things stand. 
we've accomplished X, Y, and Z. The X, Y, and Z is on track. X, Y, and Z is off track. Here's where we're at in terms of like budget and hours. Like you're paying me for 15 hours. I've already used seven of them, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so check that out if you want any of those templates. They're pretty good. They're um, fantastic. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I think that like, I don't know. It's always like um, shocking to me how bad people are at using and running check-in meetings because it's like my primary way that I like keep my projects on track. It's like the main thing that I do besides like the actual work of the project. You have that brain though. So, I mean, I'm just going to call it out. The only, when I was dabbling in what I was going to do for freelancing, I started as a virtual assistant and I was like, okay, I want to make more money than a virtual assistant can. So the next legit job or made the most sense, I was like, okay, project managers can get paid a good amount. And so I tried that, literally got fired from that job. (laughs) Only job I've ever gotten fired from, like, legit you're done like you are horrible at this like only and I was like owning it I this is not for me not at all and so that's where your course and your project templates and your brain has been a godsend to me over the last couple years because I don't have like there's I feel like there's something missing in there that I just cannot get a grip on it I mean I think that everyone has like this is something that I was, I feel like I said this last time when we were talking to Lila too, or Leela. Um, it's like everyone has their unique strengths, right? And like the thing, the main reason you can see if something is your, your unique strength is if it's easy for you, but it's hard for everyone else. And you don't understand why it's hard for everyone else. So you're like, you're like, it's literally not rocket science. Like, I don't understand why this is so hard for you. That is your strength. Like, <laughs> and it is because everyone has different ones. Um, like I have, I have like zero spatial reasoning. Like, I don't understand how like things fit together or like angles or like distances, like nothing. And my husband is always like, I don't understand how you can't understand. And I'm like, it's just not the way my brain works. Like I just can't do it. So I think that's absolutely right. But the, and the reason I created the course is because ultimately all freelancers have to be project managers. Mm-hmm. A little bit like you have to because you're if you're going to run your own business and if you're going to like manage your projects, you're not a project manager in the way that I'm a project manager. But like yeah. you manage every single project you do, you have to manage it like your clients expect you to manage it. If they have to manage you, you're not going to last long because no one wants to hire a freelancer that they have to micromanage. Nope. So I have, I mean, this is, we're, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole because this is an entertaining story that hopefully other people get entertainment out of because it's my life right now. I have a client. I've worked with her. I've done a couple projects. So she's hired me in the past to do Kajabi projects. And she approached me as wanting to be her full on web developer. She's just ready. Like she's at the place in her business where if she wants a page built, she wants a funnel built. She wants to just say, here's what I need. Go do it. And I was like, yes, I want to work with you. I really love her. Like, she's great. It's been fun to work with. She's got a great team. She she gets it. She has her stuff together. Okay, so that's where I'm at. And then I was like, yep, let's do it. She's like, okay, well, we got to move everything over to Kajabi. I'm like, what? <laughs> yep, we do. Like, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where is your stuff? 
oh, we're talking like it's in lead pages, it's in click funnels, some of it's over here in another account. We have courses everywhere. We have like, you name it, like she's got her stuff. I kid you not, across 14 different platforms. And it's working. Like she is making phenomenal money. Okay. And she, so like I'm working in this project manager role. So I started a couple weeks ago and I was like, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And then I stopped and I was like, mm, now I have to go back to her because I can't just do this, this, and this because I need to move things over strategically mm-hmm. or I'm creating twice as much work for myself and her, and it's going to cost her twice as much. Mm-hmm. So I had to like fuck it up and been like, I am not a product manager. I should not have product planned this myself. I should have reached out to my expert friend and said, here's all, here's like, the pile of papers and I need to like organize these. Like is what I should have done. I should have just said, Sarah, I know you're busy, but I need like an hour and we could have had it completely outlined together. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't because I'm superwoman. That always bites me in the butt. And so now I figured it out, but it took me two weeks to figure out. It took me a complete other mess over here. And I had to swallow my pride and go to this client and be like, mm, I'm not an expert project manager. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's like, at least you owned it. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." I mean, everything I did is not going to be, I mean, I probably cost her 10 hours. It'll still get there. It'll get there. But it's for sure a skill set. It is a skill set that I think people don't. And it's a skill set that like you learn, but also just like all skill sets, you have like a natural affinity for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I think like that is, that is like one of those things where again, like going back to the check-in calls and whatever, maybe it's not check-in calls, like whatever the check-in system is, like that is, those are those project management strategies that everyone has to have in order to succeed. And like, you got that down. Like, I'm sure it took, as it did with me, trial and error to like figure out the best like processes and structures to be able to do it. But, um, and what made me realize, so to tie it back in, sorry, I got to come um so to tie back into the check-in calls like that wasn't just a complete rabbit hole but I wouldn't have realized it as quickly as I did that I had a mess but we are doing weekly calls Mm -hmm. so I was not getting like I have this you know 20 million million things to do and I'm still at like 10 percent and I should I felt like I should have been way further along Mm -hmm. and what my block was was not being organized in the project plan Yep. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think that also like the, the organization is one thing. I think the ability to like run an effective meeting is another thing that is, and again, I think it differs. So I think that sometimes you'll come in, you're joining like an existing meeting that your clients have already set up and like, you're not the one running it. You're just like contributing whatever you need to contribute. Um, In a lot of instances for me, I'm like ending up being the one that is like running those meetings about the project. And I think that is also a skill set that like you learn over time how to like do and not do that. Um, But I think we've all sat in those meetings where you're like, hmm, this person doesn't know how to run an effective meeting. (laughs) 
And again, it's a skill set. Like not everyone can do it. And that's totally fine. But if you have if you have some of those structures in place, it'll just make your life easier. Whether you're pushing in on one of their meetings, whether you're sending a um weekly email or like sending them a weekly Slack message or just like updating your Google Doc and they know that they always go and check there, whatever the system is. Um, and I think you said it too, it will make your life easier because they're if they're constantly coming to you asking for status updates, A, that's super frustrating for them. You never you like your system and like those kinds of systems make it so like I'm sure they still ask you, but like you can always be like, hey, did you check here? Because right. they should oh they should never be asking you the status of something. Like they still will, even if you have a good system, like period. But like if you have those systems in place, it'll avoid a lot of those like one-off questions that end up costing you a bunch of time and like a bunch of focus, quite frankly. Yep. Um, I, a long time ago, so I, I'm super rusty in remembering all of this, but I read the book called Traction and it was a lot about how to run an effective meeting where I used to have... Um, when I did a lot more in-person stuff, the meetings that I would be a part of would last two, like an over an hour, almost two hours. And it didn't need to be. So it's all about condensing and being strategic about your meetings. That's where my true strategy brain started, you know, kicking in of there's a way things like, can you do it? Yes. Can you do it quicker? Can you do it more effectively? So I think that that you can implement in your meetings too. So if you haven't checked that out, um, it's traction and it's an EOS model. Cool. So, I've never read that book. You haven't? No. Hmm. That sounds good. I have a couple of copies. So when we meet in person for the first time ever um, in the very near future, I will bring you a copy. Yes. For those of you that don't know, Leah and I have never met each other in person. Nope. And we are crafting a plan to make that happen mm-hmm. in the near future. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, final thoughts i feel like i was all over the place on this one sorry guys i mean i think that's usually how we are so if you're still listening i'm I'm assuming you're fine with that um (laughs) so yeah we'll um we'll i'll link my project pro course in the um show notes and um yeah two two effective check-ins in whatever method you do them Mm -hmm. all right well we'll see y'all next time thanks for joining us everybody thanks for listening to the freelance revolution podcast don't forget to check out our free community for freelancers and solopreneurs go to freelancersaligned.com to learn more and sign up